Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I don't know about you, but my inbox is getting bombarded with tons and tons of live webinars, advice, freebies, you know, so on and so forth. Tons and tons of information from people I didn't even realize I had gotten on their list. Maybe they shared my name <laughs> with their contacts. I don't know. Right. But I'm starting to get emails from like Pat Flynn. And I mean, that's just the first person that comes to mind because there was a webinar yesterday that was free about creating an email list. And so I'm getting all types of communication from, you know, people that I do listen to, right? Like Dean Graciosi, you've heard me mention him several times, um, and the KBB course and the inner circle that he does, right? I, I'm a part of all those pieces. And then, you know, I'm getting information from another group that I'm a part of, uh, Cashflow Tactics. They are amazing. Um, if you think you understand finances and how to you know, live a free and productive life. You haven't heard anything until you've listened to them. They are amazing. They've got their own podcast, and, um, some different things that they do. Um, a great Facebook group that you can join. So, you know, I see things from them. Um, I see things from Grace Lever, right? So she's, you know, a person that I follow and I'm in her inner circle and do some things like that. I get some information from Amy Porterfield. I get information from um, you know, Gravy, the company Gravy. I get information from Russell Brunson. I get information from, oh my gosh, like, I can, can you tell? I can't even think. Like, I'm, I'm slowly taking my time and walking through the people that come to mind because I feel like I get so much information. And you may be in the same boat. And that's what I want to talk about today is we get so much information from so many people. How do you know who to follow? And, and at the end of the day, we all need to have mentors. And I've talked to, you know, talked to all of you about that through previous episodes, that we have to have mentors. We have to have people who have already done what we're trying to do so that we have a path to follow, right? So if you're getting all this information and you're trying to figure out who to listen to or who to follow or which webinar to join or should you purchase this or should you follow that piece? You know, there's a couple of pieces that, that fall into that decision-making process. And if you can create a path to follow in this decision-making process, then, then you're good. The situation with me is that I was thinking, well, each person or company or group that I, I just listed off to you, I find value in listening to their information, right? They're each ex experts in some capacity. And I need to learn from all of those experts, you know, I, I want to pick up something from each of them because there's something that I value from each of those individuals. And you're probably feeling the same way. But to take information and listen to it and assess it and learn about a pathway, I consider very different than truly having that person be your mentor. Now, some of you may be thinking, Katrina, those people can't be your mentor. You're not flying to meet Dean Graciosi and spending time with him once a month. No, I'm not. You're right. I'm not. But to have a mentor comes in multiple forms. So you can have a mentor where you meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. 
You can have a mentor where you meet with them in a group setting, a mastermind, right? Or you can have a mentor that you simply um, connect with through online courses and online communication. Just because you don't have a one-on-one discussion with them doesn't mean that they're not your mentor. If you're following their information, if you're in their inner circle, if you're listening to their their comments and their coaching and their guidance on a regular basis, they're your mentor. If you're listening to me on a regular basis and you're listening to me teach you how to you know, do things a little bit differently in your leadership or your business, I'm your mentor. It's that simple. Okay? So don't let the, the previous, you know, misconception or what you've been taught along the way that we sort of maybe grew up with the theory that a mentor is some, someone that you talk to and converse with directly. It can be, yes, a mentor can be that, but is not limited to that. So that's number one that you need to think about. All right, but number two, now that I feel comfortable with the fact that I can have mentors that I don't, I don't, you know, have a one-on-one conversation with, how do I decide who is my mentor and who isn't my mentor? And can I have 10 mentors? Well, the answer is probably not. You can, but it wouldn't be wise. So I listened to a recent episode of a podcast by Amy Porterfield because this was a question I was asking myself. How do I figure out how many mentors I have and who I need to be listening to? Here's a great example. Um, You know, I'm trying to think about the next step in my vision mapping for, for Legend. And I already have the piece built out as to what my next step is. And I don't want to go into all that because I'm still making decisions. And I know you guys understand that because when you're trying to make a decision in your business as to the pathway, you don't go tell a lot of people yet because you're still kicking it around. You're still trying to find your path. And so that's where I am with this next step with Legend. I'm still trying to put together all the pieces. Well, there's a great person by, you know, the the name of Sue McLaren, who does a really good job with this part of the business. And he's making some offers around some training and, you know, getting into his group this week. So I'm like, hmm, should I do that? Or I already have access to Grace, and she does a phenomenal job with helping you create the next step of this business. And, And I'm already following her pathway on a lot of different pieces. Should I branch away from her and go with Stu? What should I do? And so that was where I was this week. I'm trying to make a really good decision. Because I'm a firm believer that, for example, Russell Brunson is the king of funnels, right? He is Click Funnels. I don't want to go with any other company. I'm not going to go with any other company. Um, he is the person for funnels. And so I'm not going to go to someone else to learn about funnels. And email copy. If they teach both or they have a service for both, that's great. But I'm going to stay with Russell because that is his niche. He is specialized in that. He does phenomenally well with it. The company does great. And so I want to go with him. Now, that's why I started thinking about Grace and Stu. Like Stu, that's his specialty, what I'm thinking about. It's his specialty. And so should I go and focus on learning this just from his specialty and branch out? Or should I stay with one overarching mentor who has accomplished this and is going to be able to guide me down the same path, right? I I want to be with the best person to help me accomplish this and to get it right. Probably just like you, right? So that was my dilemma this week. And that's why I started asking myself, 
you know, how do I find the right mentor and how do I understand who my mentors are and who should I follow and how do I make that decision? And so it was just by happenstance that Amy Porterfield had sent an email out that, that she had done a recent podcast on this. So I listened to it. And so let me give you a little breakdown of what she said. Um, you know, she said that you, you have to do a couple of things. Number one, keep it simple. Only one to three mentors max. And I was like, Ooh, okay, that answered that first question. I shouldn't have any more than three. And I already feel a little bit better about that because I was already getting stressed out that I was trying to listen to too many people. And we all know that when we start to listen to, you know, too many people, nothing gets done because we can't make a decision. We have conflicting information coming at us. So let's eliminate that right now because we've got enough going on. We can't have conflicting information coming at us. We can't filter through all of that. We need to have, you know, up to three people that we listen to that essentially teach us similar things or at least have us going down a similar path so that we don't have to decipher and decide between the two pieces of information. So, okay, up to three mentors. Got it. So I felt good with that. Um, she said, if you have more than three, it's stunning your business growth stunting your business growth. I think I said that too fast. You can tell when I get excited, I'm ta I talk really fast. When I'm thinking, I talk really slow. <laughs> anyway, the secrets of Katrina. Um, so then the next piece she went through, which was really important to me, was, how, well, how do you decide? Which was perfect, right? That's what I'm trying to do. How do I decide? So she said, you've got to do this exercise. She said, write down all of the people you believe are your mentors. Now, I took it a step further. I, I wrote down not only who I believe are currently my mentors, but I wrote down who I feel like might need to be a mentor. Okay? Because, again, I'm trying to decide between this group of people. And then she said, decide who has created the life and business you want to create. That was really important. So of all the people on my list... Who has created the life and business I want to create? Okay. So if people, if there are people out there that you're following, and I'm just making this up, okay. But if there are people out there that you're following and all the time, all I talk about is, you know, their huge home and, you know, the boat that they go stay on and it's a luxury yacht and sometimes they're at home, sometimes they're on the yacht. And, you know, that, that's not a life that I want to create. I mean, it's great that they have nice things, but I'm never going to do my podcast from my yacht. I just, that's not my life that I want to create in that capacity. Okay. So that would probably not be a mentor for me. I think it's awesome if people have nice things. I love the fact that people can go and create their business and then create the life that they want out of it. I love that. But to have to, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but maybe it feels like they're just bragging about their life more than they're talking about how they got there. And that's just a turn off for me because I'm, I'm happy that you're happy, but I want to know how you got to the point that you felt happy, that you achieved success. Teach me those things. I know how to go spend money. I mean, we all know how to go spend money. I don't need you to teach me that. I need you to teach me how you achieved the success that you've achieved. And that's what I'm talking about. So if I have someone not talking about how they're achieving success, that's not a person that I want to follow. Okay. All right. So then she said, make that, you know, list out who has created the life and business that you want to create. And then you get rid of all the other people on your list that don't fit that criteria. So who's successful? Who has that work-life balance? 
You know, for me, it's I want to have work time because I love what I do. And so it's not work to me. It's passion. It's fun. Man, I love coming up with new things to share with you all. I love creating courses. I love doing one-on-one coaching, group coaching. I love doing all those things. Okay. So I want to have time doing that. And I want to have time to spend time with my family. And I want to have time to create some other things and, and create other, it's not business opportunities, but nonprofit things. I want to give to charities and do some charity work. So if there's someone that I'm following that all they do is work all of the time, I don't know that I want to, to follow that person. Now, for example, here's a great example that I keep having sort of this dilemma with. Tony Robbins. Man, I love Tony's routine. I love Tony's morning routine. I love the way that he gets himself himself centered. Himself. Himself is not a word. Himself. I love how he gets centered in the morning. I love how he does his cold water plunge every morning. He has a great routine to take care of himself from uh, you know a physical perspective and a mental perspective. I have so much respect for that and strive to do some of those things. But before COVID, that man traveled all the time and was always somewhere and was always so busy. And I'm sure he took time for himself. But he gives so much of himself to other people that he he doesn't appear to have a lot of personal time. And so this is my dilemma, right? I have so much that I want to learn from him, but I don't want to live that lifestyle. So how do I find peace with the fact that I'm not going to live his life but still want to achieve the you know, the mental and the physical growth that he's achieved, right? I've got to be able to figure that out on my list and figure out where that comes into play. So think about that if you're going through this list. All right, now, after you've done that, you've created your list and you've removed all the people that do not fit your framework, okay, of what you've come up with, then you should have your list. Now, if you have more than three on your list that all meet your criteria, you're going to have to whittle it down. And that's going to come to personal preference, okay? Maybe you create a list to say for the next year, I'm going to have these three as my mentor because I feel like these other three are a bit more advanced. So I'm going to follow these three people for a year, and I feel like they're going to help me bridge the gap to then be ready to pick up these other three mentors, and you're going to make a shift. You could do that. It's perfectly fine. Okay, but whatever it is, get your three. And then this was really cool. I liked what Amy said. It was so obvious, but we all need to hear it. She said, once you have your list, listen to these people and let their guidance actually guide you. If you pick these people to be your mentor because they've created the business and the life you want to have, go listen to them and follow their advice. Do what they're telling you to do. The light bulb. You don't have to question them anymore. You don't have to question if their advice is what you need to be listening to or if they are a mentor that you should be following. You've already done all this work. You've taken purposeful steps to decide they're going to be your mentor, so now let them be. Genius, right? So obvious, but at the same time, genius. So as you're ramping up your business, as you're you're going through your May plan of execution, as you are working through your recovery game plan, as you're getting this year on track, figuring out where you want to go next, as you are 
taking steps towards completing the vision that you have for your business. Do this. Sit down and finalize who your mentors are. Okay? And I think the other thing that I threw in here, you know, that Amy didn't say, but I will throw in here that I'm doing is I have to have some sort of connection with that person. Not only have they have they do they have to have created the business and the life that I want to have, but I have to be able to connect with that person. The way they speak, the way they are, they have to be direct. They have to just get stuff done. They can't make it flowery or dance around the hard topics. They've got to meet me head on and just lay it on me, give it to me straight, and give me the facts and the information that I need to, to be like, boom, okay, I got this. I am moving forward. So it's a little bit obviously about personality too. So that'd be the other thing that I would tell you to throw in there if you're thinking about it. As I challenge you to think about who your mentors are and you go make your list and you narrow it down to your three, not only should you consider, do they have the business? Have they created a business like I want to create? It doesn't have to be the same business, but just have they created a business like I want to create mine? Have they created the life that I want to create? And then when I listen to them, can I build a connection because they teach in a way that I can learn? Let me say it that way. Okay, so, you know, I have my top three. And, you know, I, I will continue to have people come and hit my inbox and try to, you know, educate me on different pieces. And that's when I'm going to have to sit down and do another reflection and say, okay, should this person be added to the list? Have I already learned everything that I feel like I can learn from that mentor? And make active decisions. In everything that we're doing relative to our business and our personal growth, we have to make purposeful decisions. So don't, don't haphazardly make decisions about your mentors. Sit down today, finalize your three, and then most importantly, listen and let their guidance guide you. All right, spoken by Amy Porterfield. She's great, by the way. All right, have a great day.